Hey, what it do with the business is? It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, holler at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on social media. Absolutely. I am Spike Lou on the same social sites. Holla at your boy, boy, in these Twitter and Instagram streets. Need to get that TikTok cracking. Absolutely. Venture over to them TikTok street shit. Maybe 2023, I think about it. That's funny. It's going to be over by the end and everything. <laughs> It'd be something completely new. <laughs> new thing out and everything. So riz out. Did you get that Thanksgiving food, though? Yeah, I ate good. Probably ate a little too good. Uh, but nonetheless, had fun. Family came in town and shit, man. Had a great time, man. Right, what about you? You miss being a vegan? Nah, hell no. Nah, I'm off of that. Not, not one ounce of, the, of your being misses being a vegan. So all of that was a lie. All of the AKAs <laughs> were a fucking lie. We were shamming the people. My goodness. I might be the Husky uh, Vegan again for 2022 now that you just said that. Though. I might bring funny. it back. Just just because I said that. <laughs> uh, my Thanksgiving was good, man. I had a birthday. I went to the Cowboys game. Unfortunately, we didn't get that W against the bum-ass Raiders. Shocker. Bum-ass Raiders. I, the Raiders fans were out in abundance. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. Um, one recommendation coming from it. I've been to a Cowboys game before. Y'all probably anybody, lost that one too. Did we lose that one? I think we did. Yeah. Unfortunately. I think <laughs> we did, you know, fortunately. But if you can go to one of your, if you, if you ain't from the same state as your favorite team, at least once go to a home game. Mm-hmm. And just experience everybody cheering and all of that shit for your team and shit. That's fire. So that was fun. Yeah got to see that it went to overtime it was a good game at least it was an entertaining game though for sure i ain't gonna lie um i've been to a home game i haven't been to a home football game i've been to a home basketball game which mm-hmm. doesn't really count because we don't really have piston fans out there <laughs> like that. Say, was anybody there but you it was still just me cheering for the pistons <laughs> it was <laughs> like you were on the couch <laughs> it was like nigga, i'm sitting at home <laughs> So that shit don't count. I got to get the Lambo, man. But, hey, listen, it's that time of the year, guys. Action-packed episode coming up. We're going to talk about Meek's new mixtape. He's dropping it as an NFT, something futuristic for you. Um, Young Thug says Atlanta's going to keep this number one spot for the next 10 years. And it's the end of the year. It is our annual person of the year episode. We're going to go over some runner-ups and who we selected to be the person of the year. But first, someone who absolutely is not on the person of the year list, French Montana, uh, fresh off his new album, They Got Amnesia, uh, was interviewed the other day, and he made a bold claim. He said it is harder to make it in rap than it is to make it in the NBA. Simple question, do you agree or disagree with that statement? Man, as you heard me laugh before you even got the question out, no, I do not agree one in just one sense is just so many more rappers than there are NBA players. You got what 30 NBA teams, 12 player, 12 max, 15 people on his team. So you do the math there with 450 players or something. Yep. Relax French Montana. Like even back in the day, that wasn't the case, but more so now since it's more accessible for people and artists to be quote unquote rappers and I know what he means he means professionally like Kanye was talking about successfully like Drake but when even when we were speaking to Wendy there's a path that you could successfully take if you want to be a successful rapper like starting a business you can spend this much money you can make this as a return so success is quantified different even when we're talking about rappers when we're talking about the NBA we're talking about one of those 450 players dude that's, That's it. it Ain't no DL, uh, NBA DL or what they call it now. Ain't no overseas, like none of that shit. Yeah. So I think French Montana was talking out his ass, especially for someone like, like French. Like, come on, bro. You ain't going in there like J. Cole. Like, it ain't taking you. It don't take no time. I promise you to come up with this no amnesia shit that he came up with. <laughs> I'm sitting on Twitter. Uh, they, they forgot. Uh, I'm just, from, man, come on, bro. <laughs> like, stop. Stop, French. You're not barring niggas up, bro. Relax. Listen. This statement is nuts. Um, He tried to justify it by saying NBA is the cream of the crop. So that's 450 of the best basketball players in the world, essentially. Okay, that's fair. But again, like you said, we talked to Wendy. She name dropped Little Donald, who you were not familiar with. 
but had made what a 1.5? Yeah. <laughs> Little Donald is, is a successful rapper. Ex- exactly. And most people may or may not be aware of who that is. It doesn't matter. Wow. It's the same as the 12th man on the Pistons. You don't know who the fuck that is. It it doesn't matter. They made it. The, the difference between the NBA and rap is the barrier of entry is much lower in rap. Right. Their music period, honestly, because you just need a microphone, which both of you and I are speaking on right now. And you could steal some beats from YouTube and I can have a mixtape done by the weekend. I can't grow to be six, six <laughs> run and like run like a fucking gazelle nigga and jump out the gym. I can't do that. That's genetics, dude. You just got to have it or you don't. And there's plenty of niggas that's nice too. That couldn't make it to the NBA and they and they probably started rapping. So nigga, don't tell me better than French Montana. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if French has amnesia because he's been in the position that he's been for so long, but it's a new day, bro. You can upload your song on YouTube and blow up tomorrow. Like, and it's been like that for a while. So I can't, I, I, I can't disagree with this um, any harder than I am right now. Pause. They should have called, um, <laughs> they should have called Iman Shumpert or like Dame Lillard. And he would have let them, they, I promise you, they would have let him know that he was wrong. Question. Is French Montana top 450 right now? (laughs) (laughs) Would he even be in the rap NBA? If we was breaking it down, would he be in the 450 rappers? That's the most disrespectful question of all time, dude. Yes, man. He's in the league. He's in the league. He in 450. He in there 450. He's a 10th player for a fringe playoff team. He's a, a bubble team, dude. <laughs> Does a team play overseas? I feel like he's the 12th player on the overseas team. He's playing J. Cole League. <laughs> yeah, he's playing Africa. Come on, bro. It's hard ass. I will say this, though. Um, Detroit rapper Icewear Vezo, did you see what he said about the dope game and the rap game? He said the rap game, is it, all it is is a hustle. Yeah, That's all it is, dude. Million off features. He got mm-hmm. a million off feature. He said, bro, if you, if I got niggas, they still trying to hustle. I'm like, dude, if you uh, uh, street hustle, if mm-hmm. you supposed to be a hustler, why are you not rapping? Well, rapping is a hustler sport now. So if you can hustle, you can rap according to Icewear Vezo. So he's kind of speaking to the opposite of what French Montana is saying, because Vezo saying, if you got some hustle in you, then you can, you can become a rapper. I don't know if I agree with that though. That's Many have tried. Really, really? Like, yeah, like, I done seen a lot of niggas waste a lot of money under that same perception. Like, that ain't, that ain't necessary. But could they hustle, These though? niggas could hustle. Yeah, okay. they could hustle. Right. Yeah, like, it's, I don't necessarily know that I agree with that. He got, I mean, for, and like that, I, I feel like that's a real Detroit statement, though. Like, mm. hustling and shit is real different in Detroit. Like, it's, like, it's, it's hustling and it's getting to it, then it's Detroit. Like that's, that's almost a, like a different BMF world. talk right there. Though. Yeah, like as he talking from a different perspective. So I guess from a Detroit hustling perspective, he may be right, uh, but not from a universal perspective. I wouldn't give him that. But Ice Vezo, man, shout out to him. He's done his thing this year. Because you could argue, and, and you gotta have like his. It's I'm surprised he said that too. Because it's it's yeah. taking him a while to care. Like that's a fact. He's been around for a minute. Like you ain't make a million in a year. Like every year you've been doing this, at least That's I don't true. think. Like, he got plenty of, like, the, the Rich Off Drink series. Like, he's been putting in work, so I'm, I'm surprised that he said that. I mean, I mean, I guess he's saying that it's a hustle and a grind, so it's going to take time, but you people got that he, from... He got a little bit of talent, though. Because you have to have that. Oh, yeah. It ain't just hustle, dude. News and flag. patience, too, though, because even with that, like, niggas that, that, that get into it, I'll give you a good example, uh, is cook up for sure like cub has like, he's really grown into his style and like how he present his raps and stuff it's really different from how he started off like, he was trying to cater to a crowd that really didn't fit him and that didn't play but he was patient enough to still be doing his thing there and we see where it's gotten him a successful rapper so right. i mean i think it takes patience too if he had to throw on patience in there because vezo been doing it a long time and he's just now figured out his lane to make a million dollars in a year yeah. So yeah, if you got patience and hustle, then I, I could see that. Yeah. I thought that was interesting though, man. But French Montana, you tripping. Yeah, French Montana, nuts. <laughs> uh next we have Young Thug. Young Thug was like uh, in an interview uh on a panel actually at Revolt. 
and they were asking him about the rap game. And he, of course, as much pride as all people from Atlanta had, rolled for Atlanta and said, I don't see any city taking the number one spot from Atlanta. Do you agree or disagree? Or do you see anybody taking the spot? This is tough because, well, number one, who knew a revolt conference happened in Atlanta? <laughs> in Atlanta, it it happened here, and I didn't even know it was happening until like the day it happened. So that's number one. Number two, I agree. He said that him and Gunner said that Atlanta will run rap for the next ten years. It's possible Atlanta has the infrastructure; they have the culture to support another ten year run. But I, I'm my only thing is though is that there and there are other hotbeds you could argue, and I'm sure we'll get to that in a second. But I don't want people to get cocky and get and lose sight of the prize because they're in the lead. And that sounds like somebody that's in the lead playing prevent defense, playing not to lose and not playing to win. And I don't want to, I don't want the city or people coming out the city to think that it's it's easy and we got this. And so I don't need to hustle as hard. Shout out to Icewear Vezo. I don't need to hustle as hard because I and you get complacent and that's how you lose the lead. You know what I'm saying? Like look at New York, dude. New York knew that it, it was the Mecca and you couldn't tell them shit until it wasn't anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's like, ah man, they scrambling and now cats kind of sound like they from the south and the now the lines have blurred and styles have been copied. You don't want to see that happen to a, a city like Atlanta. You want them to stay hungry, stay wanting it, man. And, and statements like that, even though I'm not saying he came off cocky, but it can change mindsets and niggas get comfortable with the lead and jackball it like the Falcons did in Atlanta, no pun intended. <laughs> did you did you set the Atlanta thing up or that just came off? And literally, I literally just thought of that as I was talking. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I, two things can be true here. Young, I can see Atlanta running Atlanta, excuse me, Atlanta running the rap game for the next 10 years. But I also, I don't think that they run it right now. That's cow. When you spoke yeah, to the infrastructure, you're right. You have artists like Thug and Gunner and Baby in place. They're going to be around for a long time. I don't think from a top to bottom standpoint that I will put Atlanta above Detroit or Memphis. We were talking about this in the group chat the other day. Uh, I think that there's a lot more from a cultural standpoint, what Atlanta used to have, because you have the varieties of style, you have the different artists. Atlanta got big dogs now. Yep. Truthfully, they they went through the, the ringer. You don't have as much of a secondary scene as the other uh, hotbeds that I mentioned. So I think that's kind of taken away from how hot Atlanta is now, because everybody want to sound like Future or Baby because or Thug, because those are the hottest three niggas. When Atlanta was popping, they had a variety of styles. Like it was a T.I., it was a Jeezy, it was a Shorty Low, it was a Ludacris. Shit, it was a Psy High if you knew about him. Like it was Outkast. There were so many different varieties of an Atlanta rapper. Uh, shit, Bone Crusher came out with the hypey Atlanta. Like it was so many different things, but now it's not like that in Atlanta. There's not so many different styles of Atlanta rap. It's, mm. it's niggas sound like Baby, or niggas sound like thug or niggas sound like future because they want to be where they are. I think back in the day when Atlanta was as hot as it was, it was because everybody came from outside or a different place with those different styles. Well, not I a agree. different place. No, that, that's fair. There, there, there does need some need to be some more light shined on like a Dante Hitchcock. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a super yeah. lyrical cat. I, the light isn't getting shined as much on people like that. I mean, you could argue uh, some Earth Gang, maybe. I mean, there, there's a couple, you know what I'm saying? And, and I know MX just screaming at the phone right now. Um, but there's a couple of cats. Tapping to the Zoom. Man, he, if, I'm surprised he hasn't, goddammit, just jumped in here all, just hacked us, dude. Um, but, but there's some people, man, like Grip, he dope. But but I, I understand what you're saying. The babies in, in them are getting all the shine. And really, to run the game, that's really all you need is the shine. They're getting the light. And maybe not today. Those other people aren't here, but they can creep through any second now. We know how it is. Because it's Atlanta. That's a fact. Because it's Atlanta. And we're, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later in my in my rap history, um, the final rap history of the first rap history month. I'm going to talk about that. But um, I, it's possible. Ten years is a long time because how long have they been running it? If we're assuming that they're still running it now, you're questioning that. I'm saying that they are. It's been going on since what mid two thousands, like Lujan, Luda era, or whatever About the fuck. Five. Oof. 
That's a long run, bro. 17 years, yeah. They got to give it up at some point. Everything goes up, must come down. Uh, again, the infrastructure is 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 in place here. Like you said, that was a great word to use as far as describing the dominance of Atlanta. Because right. it's always going to be, and that's what, this is why Atlanta people are so cocky. Like you said, this is always going to set the trend for the South. I don't give a fuck where you at. It, it got to be popping in the A. Yeah. It's been like that for a long time. That's not going to change. But when we're talking about music now, I think that people, you go venture outside to, okay, where's Pusheisty from? Oh, man, where's Big 30? And where's Money Bag Yo? And Black Youngster, like all of these just different personalities, like I quoted with Atlanta having earlier. So it's something almost for everybody. Same thing with Detroit. Shit, I got 42 Doug. I got fucking um, Royce the Five Nine. Like, I got so many different. Boldy. Boldies. It's all this different stuff that I can cling to, which is why I think that those places are hotter now. I don't think 10 years from now they may be hotter. And all these people got to pan out. That's the difference in the, the uh, upper hand, I think, that Atlanta has. The people have panned out more. So we need more of a young infrastructure coming up. A young Mif- guys coming Memphis up. needs a female rapper. Too. They ain't got one. Yeah, it probably is. Like we just need to highlight Cotton. I know Cotton know at least eight all of them <laughs> female rappers that you've never heard of in your life, and he's promised you sleep. I forgot a lotto too down here in the A. I got to put some respect on my boot. Lotto, yeah. It's hey, you sleeping? It's still it's still down here though. You try to give you try to pass the crown a little too early, but oh, you giving respect. the A the crown because of lotto? Get out of here. <laughs> Now I fuck with a lot of women and everything. Um, my girl from uh oh no, she's not from there. Chicago. We forgot Chicago too. Yeah. Atlanta got some competition, man. They, they, okay, they're not, they not listen, they're not alone. They definitely have competition. There's always been competition, there's always been scenes. Yeah, you ain't named a city stronger. that hadn't had a scene before. These yet. are stronger than scenes, though. And we forgetting the whole left coast, the, the, the west side. That's because Kendrick and, and game have Fell asleep at the wheel. You got Larry June and them niggas fucked up. Ah, that's, that's my nigga. I fuck with him. Subculture of West Coast rappers and shit. Mozzie. Yeah, my, like like that. Yeah, that's true. See, Atlanta don't got that no more. In my <laughs> opinion, you hear though, like who's the next hottest young thing from Atlanta that you would say? I'm washed. Who, who, I have who's no your bubbling me. artist. <laughs> nigga, you're who's asking a washed individual, nigga. I have no idea. I, I, they, would you have known it ten years ago though? Like, you Probably. know, my point is, who's the Bodie James of Atlanta or Mozzie? Yeah, I don't know. Like, who are those people? That's a good question. Earth Game? Everybody already famous now. J.I.D.? <laughs> nah, he J-I-D. already famous. He bigger than them, man. Ah, okay. I don't know. Dude. J.I.D. versus Bodie James. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah that's um, let's take it up top, man. Philly. Meek Mill, your man, fresh off dropping his last project. He's doubling back at the top of the year with a new mixtape, the last in the Dream Chaser series. But he's not dropping it in a traditional way, man. It's coming as an NFT. Is this a big deal, little deal, or no deal going the NFT route for the last Dream Chasers tape? Uh, I don't think that this is any deal at all because mm. Meek isn't going to be able to educate people on what this is before the mixtape comes out. It's like it takes too much to understand why this would be valuable to me versus just streaming it yeah. or just getting a copy from somewhere like I've traditionally done. And that's not to hate on him anything, but I just think that maybe Meek is in the wrong rooms sometimes. Like, I get this if you're having conversations with Bob Kraft and, and my guy that owned the sixes and those type of rooms, and you create an NFT one-off, but an album, I mean, I guess you could be the first to try it, but I don't think it's a big deal because a lot of people aren't going to gravitate towards it because they won't see the value in what an NFT is, like how the whole thing works. Yeah. Like, I know it's- even in pre-production when we were talking, you are like, what is this? So. I agree. I know I'm not paying additionally for an NFT, a non-fungible token. And and it, do you, you want me to break down what it is? Uh, for the, no, I, I, read I read up on it, it some more. Read up on it too. From as, what I know of it, go ahead. I, I was gonna say I, I read I read up on it as it relates to music. I kind of mm-hmm. understood how it related to other pieces of art, but I didn't get music. Now I read a a breakdown. It's right. kind of like if if you had Michael Jackson's Thriller autographed vinyl mm-hmm. 
everybody, nigga, hella niggas got Michael Jackson's Thriller. <laughs> they yeah, got it on CD. They got it on tape. A lot, a lot of people say, fuck it. They still got the vinyl. You got the autographed one. That makes it a little bit more rare. So if you drop, and of course, that would increase in value now that one, Michael Jackson's dead. And two, they're not just a ton of autographed vinyls moving around. And then one day, the regular vinyl will be worth a lot more because it ain't going to be a lot of them moving around. But take that to present day and Meek does a X amount of number of these NFTs for the last Dream Chasers. There's anything that can make the value of it go up or down if something happened, if it, who knows, turned out to be a classic. I don't know, whatever the fuck happens from here until eternity, something could happen to affect the price. Look at Virgil. Virgil like just a, passed away. It's like a painting. Exactly. It's like, it's just you like can a piece have of art. Exactly. An original it, it version of a, right. You can have an original version of a painting and you can also have a remake in your house. Exactly. Now, of course, they're going to look the same, but one is an original version and one isn't. So yep. with music, if you have the original version, like what you're saying, if something happens to me or just something, he, some type of way he adds value to that specific version, then your value for what you paid will go up. Exactly. It's too much. That's why I like to like people don't care about all of that, man. I think it's too like, soon. Yeah, that, it, exactly. So the education yeah. aspect of him telling people this is why I'm doing it. This is important. Like Meek, not even in that space. Yeah. Like, bro, come like it. it I guess it's cool if you want to make a headline for a day, but more importantly, nigga, make better music. Like, let's start <laughs> right there. Like, let's start right there. Let's just put it out regular and make sure that it sounds good first. <laughs> then when you start back making hits, nigga, we can talk about doing the NFTs and shit, but first let's just start making good music, bro. I just yeah. think Meek, Meek is going in a lot of different directions and it ain't nothing wrong with that, especially being a rapper in today's game, but I'm not sure if he's going to be as effective as a rapper as his peers, like going in these different directions. Cause like, yeah, you're not, you just don't, he should be big. Like he should be making a bigger name for himself with all the stuff that he has in, but it's like, most of it is fizzling out. I'm not, I'm like, not going to say that. The, I'm not going to say that the NFT isn't value the, the thought or the concept of it. Cause I do think it's going to be a big deal. I just don't think Meek Mill's dream chasers, whatever number this is eight, 12. I don't fucking know. I don't think it's going to be this project. Now, listen, if Jay come out with an NFT album about mid year next year, after you, people kind of maybe understand what it is, it'll take somebody like that to kick the door down and, and for people to be educated on it. Once something like that happens, that's a wrap. Yeah. Those people can afford to do it. A Jay-Z, a Drake, a Kendrick that, Lamar. That'll be fucking uh, crazy. J. Cole, Kanye West. Yeah. Not Meek Mill, though. Nah. Like, you just not. Like, bro, you you got to, you got to, you soon. got more groundwork to do, bro. You can and be too that's... early on something, bro. That could be, that could be a gift and a curse. Remember us trying to tell people what a podcast was in 2013? That's true. Yeah, you can't be too early. And then the uh, different people come along and, you know, like push it forward. Exactly. So, I just think that Meek would be a lot more effective, man, if he just 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 locked down in something. Like I, I'd love to see where he take this prison reform stuff if he were focusing on it like a lot. Yeah, or talking fair. about it versus NFTs. You know. What's next, man? All right, man. Before we get out of here to our person of the year, ESTG made an announcement for his new project, Bigger Than Life 2. No features, boss. I'm running this by myself. My question to you, Animal Brown, is that a good idea or a bad idea for ESTG so early in the game? No feature project. Every time I see somebody with an album with no features, I think either A, people are trying to stay away, or B, the budget isn't what the last budget was. <laughs> oh, stop. And so they don't want to break bread on features. You and I always think it's one of the two. You I'm didn't sorry. think that when J. Cole said that. Okay, not maybe not somebody of his stature. No, not maybe maybe not a J Cole, not a him. I'm just saying because I look at I look at somebody like Key Glock. Key Glock doesn't do features, oh, and I, I always know. wondered. I wonder like, damn, why he ain't never had no features? Because that's a good look if you want to boost your career. And I was in a barbershop shop the other day, and every of course popping, every who Key Glock popping though. The, the, it was a cat from Memphis <laughs> said they don't fuck with Key Glock. So the only reason mm. they fucked with him is because he was kidding the Dolph. Mm. Was Dolph people. And that's why nobody's on his album. Because that's the thing that gets you. You get a feature is important because it's a cosign. Mm. It's somebody standing next to you. So their fan base 
sees you standing next to that person and you're automatically stamped. That's why it's important. And when people don't stamp you, people can look at you sideways like, why is nobody fucking with him like a key Glock? So that's the only thing I would be worried about with an ESTG. Although I'm here for it because I want to, more than likely I'm coming to listen to you anyway. So it gives you space to shine and do your thing. So I'm here for it. I just always think there's something behind it whenever people do that, not name J. Cole. Mm. I think it's brave. I like it this early in his career because I I feel like with the press release thing or the Jay-Z statement and the conversation that he had with him, he's trying to present himself. I'm in a different lane from these rap dudes, like what Jeezy was doing and what Jay-Z did. So I want to do something where it's only my voice on here and only my perspective. And I like that. Um, I'm not sure if he's ready to do that lyrically, though, or musically. Like, ESCG is good because you know that he just started rapping. It's one of those goods. Like, I can tell that he's going to get good at being a rapper, but I'm not sure if he's there yet. Like, it's, it, I'm not running a whole, I'm not going back a, a thousand times listening to an ESTG project just because it's not as polished as I like. Right, for sure. So I'm I'm not sure if he's as polished as he needs to be to do the no feature thing yet. Uh, but it never crossed my mind about the, the situation of no one fucking with him. I always just think when people don't want to do features that they're trying to save some money. That's what I'm saying. Now, when I say the budget them. ain't the same, that's what I'm saying. Well, shit, I ain't mean the budget the same. I could have the same budget and still just want to just put more money in my pocket. Oh, well, I just well, don't yeah, want to pay true. niggas. I, I don't want to pay niggas for a feature. Fucking, I ain't giving nobody nothing. I'm putting that in my pocket. But ESCG, just, they just went to some uh, some things, too, as far as- Legal his, shit. Yeah, like his home has got locked up. His manager, the, the guy who owned the label, I believe. Yeah. So who knows what's going on with that? I hope they get to see, well, he, ESCG gets to- see the best or the other side of this, but I look forward to hear what he's talking about here. I, I 100% do. All I know is every time I go to the barbershop, somebody's in there that knows somebody and be telling all kinds of shit and they, it'd be fucking hilarious. Barbershops in Atlanta are hilarious, dude. I wasn't like, aware that people didn't fuck with Key Glock. Yeah, I mean, neither was I, but again, look, this is one dude in one barbershop, <laughs> but he was from Memphis, so I don't know. My bar you are right, though. The barbershops in Atlanta do be hilarious. Like, the Maybe. most random, like, damn, that's such and such. I yep. ran into Weebay from The Wire. Damn. Um, Big from Notorious Big. The nigga that was oh, gravy. Jamal, the gravy. gravy nigga? That nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some funny. random, a, a random ass head coach for uh, I can't even, I can't even remember. It was a, a basketball coach, a black dude. I can't even remember his name. Uh, was it? I don't even remember his name. I said, yeah, it, just, it, it just be random, like, it be like, random. Damn, I your boy, dude from Franchise Boys was at the barbershop. I was at maybe a couple <laughs> weeks ago, and he has a had, podcast now. No way. So, what, what is it about? Just him talking to. Rap niggas in the Atlanta. Atlanta. It's, in it's the not table. that bad though. It's actually pretty straight. His name Parlay, I think. Yeah. Parlay. Oh, Parlay. Okay, yeah, yeah, he I was in the barbershop. I have seen it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. They they thought he was in my car. <laughs> That's funny. They thought he was in your car, the car that you had. You have a rapper car. <laughs> he was yeah. like, nah. He pointed to like a little Honda. He was like, I'm nah. Say, I'm nah like, you just gonna do Parlay like that? I swear to that he was in the Honda. <laughs> He was like, no, nah, I'm in the low low. They were like, oh, my bad. Point. I, Parlay was in the Honda. <laughs> <laughs> Franchise boys, what did they have? What was the hit that they had? Come on, man. White T. You they ain't make they ain't make little little Donald money off it. Oh, I think they like me. He said he Split was little Donald money seven ways. How many niggas in franchise boys? Four. And Jermaine Dupree. So ah, they didn't even get paid. What am I talking about? Never mind. <laughs> and Jermaine Dupree done it. He doing good in the high dot. <laughs> nigga, nigga, good to have that. Can Lil Donald call? I mean, what's what's his name? Pale. Pale. Can he call Jermaine Dupree right now? May, he, he might he can write something he, for. for he, did he look like, like he could get Jermaine Dupree on the phone? Maybe. Maybe could get him. Maybe. Maybe Jermaine Dupri will be open to hearing something because he might have a little hook or something for him. And Jermaine Dupri will take that shit in. <laughs> Maybe on the Apple Play in the Honda. 
get that going. J- call JD, please. <laughs> oh. oh, shit. All right, man. Nah, shout out to Parlay. That shit was random as fuck. Person of the year. It's that time, man. We almost, damn, it's almost 2022, man. This year is nuts, man. The days are long, but the years are fast, dog. Like, there's um, a, there's a theory going out there that they're fast forward in the time, man. Who and is I they? This is just a theory. Just, just, you just be on the watch out for them and they fast forward in the time because they definitely doing it. They out there. It feels yeah. like it, man. Um, Let's rewind the time and first go over our picks from last year. I had Swiss coming off of versus in the pandemic. He kept the lights on in the quarantine, kept people from going insane. Uh, so I picked Swiss for last year. And you had Gangsta Gibbs? Gibbs. There you go. Big surprise there. Yeah, Freddie Gibbs has actually let me down. Uh, after picking him, man, he's falling off a cliff. I don't know where he went to. He went to the Grammys, nigga. That's where he went. <laughs> he's resorted to beefing online with academics. Like, it's, it's nuts out here, man. Hopefully, I didn't curse him, man. Hopefully, he has a better 2022, man. <laughs> God, you got geez. a classic on the way. You hearing it here first. He, he need to rebound. I, 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 promoing by beefing on the timeline with academics is nuts. If that's how you promo classic albums, free promo. I don't want it. I don't listen, want it. I listen. don't like it. I do if, not like it. If ESTG can save on the feature budget, we can save on the promo budget by the by the free by beef people. online, act, dude. He got a smack act now, though. He probably he, 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 he probably open to that. <laughs> They got a Nipsey slap him, dude. Just like wop. Just because I'm gangster Gibbs and you was talking shit and you're academics. Just give me the charge or whatever you said you're gonna do. But I just gotta smack you when I see you. And I wouldn't even want you to go to that if I was Freddie Gibbs. That's why you engage with niggas. You don't engage with niggas like that, man. It's safe to say you don't have Freddie Gibbs as any of you your runners not. up or your winner this year. But give me a, a runner up or two or, or who you got for this year. Not the winner, but who you think came close or candidate. There we go candidate some of the candidates for this year i polled the group chat got one answer thanks um <laughs> no i did i got a couple i would they say j cole for me was the first one okay. and it goes back to when we were having the conversation on here about how much we're going to appreciate what j cole has done this year the year before this year as a like rapper like as consumers, giving us what we want, taking this shit serious, putting a legitimate team on, like really contributing to rap. Yeah. I feel like the J. Cole has done that for the last two years, and especially this year with the offseason, the whole basketball thing. I'm not sure if I was a fan or not of that, but just how he shows up and the passion that he shows for rap, strong consideration was given to J. Cole on my end, who was somebody that you had. For the record, neither one of us know who we have selected as the person. I want to put that yep. out there. Um, yep. But I can definitely see J. Cole. Um, he also had a successful off-season tour, too. Um, that looked super lit. I'm not going to lie. I even, I saw a couple of clips when he came down here. I was like, damn, I should have went. Uh, but shout out to J. Cole. Um, if I had to go a runner-up, I go, I go produce. I go hit boy. I think he had a, another strong year. I had him as a runner-up last year. Um, but he had another strong year. He's got arguably one of the albums of the year, uh, producing that King's disease too. Um, a lot of people love that album. I got to revisit it for when we do our top 10, see if it made my list. Um, he also did the, uh, big Sean EP, but I think he's got bigger things on the horizon, but he, he did enough to keep his name still hot in a producer light. Um, so yeah. And, and then uh, Grammy nominated too for that King's disease too, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So that's another big W, even if they don't win. Um, yesterday's price is not today's price when it comes to Hit Boy right now. So mm. definitely interested to see what he got going on moving forward. Uh, that's one of my nominees. Or my runners up. I'm not going to say nominee. I'll say runner up. Mm. That's a good one. You just quoted an indirect reason for my second runner up, and it's Nori. Biggest mm. interview of the year with. Uh, Kanye and Drink Champs. Yeah. But I think that Nori opened the lane for what we talk about more so now with contemporary hip hop. 
we talk about giving people their flowers and interviewing the legends and just making people more comfortable with being older in hip hop and then this like telling the stories he's been doing it for a while now but i think he's really found his lane he's gotten a lot better at the interviewing this year and it's so important to the culture what he does getting the stories out there from his perspective like not coming from traditional media but coming from nori somebody that people can feel comfortable with and like just be more open hip-hop yeah. needed that and nori has played a big part in the growth of hip-hop in my opinion just by doing a podcast and mostly being himself yeah. like i'm gonna sit here and drink and chill with my homies i'm gonna ask you our questions may not go the direction that you wanted to go all the time because we're so used to listening to traditional media but that's one of the things that i respect the most about he just do it his way and yeah. that's fire it really came to light in the Kanye West interview. I thought that he would jackball it, honestly, if I'm being uh, transparent, but he, he did a great job. He did a great job, and uh, I only listened to the first part, but that one was spot on. So Nori was definitely on my, let me pick a dark horse here. No, I ain't mad at that. <clears throat> Anytime you got an interview of the year, you know, you gotta be, yes. you, 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 you got at least. If he had gotten that Drake interview, it would have done it. A Drake Ooh. or a Hove or anything. A Kendrick. One more big one, I would have did it. Because the Drake was rumored. That was a, yeah. Allegedly, that was on deck. I don't know what happened. I think they canned it. Mm. Um, who you got? Who is another runner-up for you? Nori probably let the cat out the bag, too. So that's out. Don't worry about it. Yep. <laughs> ah, I'm stuck at the embassy, bro. <laughs> Sorry. Um, my Another runner-up I have. I have Megan Thee Stallion this year. Um, number one, she continued to be relevant without putting out a ton of music. Um, she won woman of the year by glamor magazine, the music she did drop her fans ate it up. And then speaking of eating up, she had the big dog sponsorship with Popeye's and I heard hands on my knees and I'm a thought shit, every other commercial all year long. She had thugs ordering hottie sauce from Popeye's dude. Um, she also won a Grammy this year too. She won best new artist. For the Grammy, she's the first rapper, first female rapper to do it since Lauryn Hill. That was like 1999, 98. So wow. it's been 20-plus years since another female rapper has done that, and she did it this year. So I think she had a really big year, um, again, without needing to – that's the important thing. When you can have a big year and be relevant and be present without having to be – to drop 80,000 music videos and singles and trying to throw shit up against the wall to see what worked, you can still be relevant without having to do that. That's a that's a that's an important sign of being a star, and um, I think she did her thing this year. And, and without having to saturate us, man, that speaks to the big year that she had last year. I think that she kind of took a step back this year. Like I True. think that she kind of wasn't as big this year. But <clears throat> nice pick. My next one. We're doing what three of these, and then pick. I did have one more. Yeah. Okay, I got one more. Um, this one was the the. I guess you do an evil pick every now and then when we base these off of Time magazines or people person of the year. Time. And every time. now and then, whichever, yeah, time. Yeah. Every now and then you'll get a Kim Jong-un or a Donald Trump. Uh, in the same vein for me, it's the baby. Mm. Very hard. And here's the reason why. I personally don't think that he's very talented. So to be able to stretch that minimum amount of talent to where he has by doing the things that he's done and consistently be relevant. I ain't changed my flow. I'm going to keep giving y'all the same songs, but everybody's talking about me because of the antics that I've had. It's almost like what people hated Donald Trump for, like all the bullshit that he did and wasn't really like, when's the last time you talked about the baby about for just strictly for some rap shit? I mean, you got and it could be up. like there is some good stuff that you talk about him too doing outside of rap, but most of it is the bad shit that you hear, and most of that is what he's attributed to. But he's found a way to make that work for him. Like he turns that into sales and sold out tours and turns that into apologies from big brands. Like it's nuts to me the way that he's been able to stay relevant as opposed to people just being like, Man, I don't who cares? He's not even talented enough for me to be invested in this. I'm surprised that people haven't taken that route with him, but here we are. The baby's still a quote unquote superstar. You could argue his profile got bigger because of yeah. that incident. For, and for what? Musically. Yeah. It was a scandal. <laughs> we all know how that shit go. That oh, scandal man. shit sells, dude. Let's I ain't gonna lie. I thought you was gonna go with somebody else, but I'm not gonna say it in case they are your person of the year. 
Um, well, I don't think you can say it because you, 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 it, I, I promise you it's not. I mean, you got to reach for person of the year. That's crazy. But we're going to no. get to it just in case because I'm, I'm that cold. No, I promise I'm, you. I'm that cold. I might guess it, dude. I don't want to. I damn, promise you it's not. But my third, my third pick was Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That, was, that, was a, that was a nominee. Um, I thought you'd go with him, to be honest. Nah, I, thought that was I could. He yeah. um he did the impossible 27 track album with no skips. <laughs> oh my god. Uh people didn't think it was possible. <laughs> he did it. You know what I'm saying? Like here, who knew? Um I listen, the album is fire. He had the best interview of the year. He's got arguably one of the best albums of the year. Nori said it best, and, and Nori took credit for I made people like Kanye again. You know what I'm saying? And and I think it's because Kanye was honest and he was kind of uh, he was being kind of a, a mix of that asshole. But then you kind of understood what he was trying to say. Um, he gave us a little bit of that old Kanye back. He's got arguably the best song of the year with him and Andre 3000 life of the party. Um, it, people even like that. He was kind of fucking with Drake, too. <laughs> like People like to see Drake get fucked with here once in a while. And he did the live listening party, sold out three live. No three or four live shows do before his album even came out dude, just for niggas to hear the album in, in an arena. Like I, nobody had done that in hip hop to my knowledge. You know what I'm saying? So that was a big deal. Nigga in stadium soldier field nigga with his mom, with a replica of his childhood crib in the middle of the field. Like, come on, man. Like people sleep on that shit. I, that I went to the first one in here in Atlanta. It was super dope. I know people got pissed off with the delays. I understand that. But all in all, it was still a moment. And um, I, I think Kanye has a knack for stamping his projects with a specific moment in time. You can name any album. I can tell you about the moment in which surrounded the album. So it, I, I just think that was cool. So matter of fact, I should have had him as my person of the year, but I gave it to somebody else though. So, but he probably should have got it. All I heard there was Nori should be person of the year. Absolutely. Because not. he made people like Kanye West again. None of that shit mattered until the Nori interview. No, that Donda made None people that like Kanye West. None of that shit mattered until he sit down with Nori and Nori broke the ice and got him to talking and got him to say the worst thing I ever did in my life was sign Big Sean. That's <laughs> Nori. Shout out to Nori, but the no. 20,000 people at fucking uh, whatever the Mercedes-Benz Stadium would say otherwise, sir. No, I was joking aside. That I did. Kanye had a good year, a bounce yep. back year, especially That's based off the being in the, the bar was hell. Let's just be very yeah, The presidential clear. run was trash. Yeah, the bar was hell as yep. far as raising the bar for what we expected from him from the year. So I'm glad to see him on the road to being what we expect out of him in hip hop. That's what I would say about Kanye West for this year. I ain't always so back yet, but I really, as being a fan of his music, I really appreciate the path that he's taking to get back to that place. I appreciate him doing that for the culture because I know he don't have to. So That's I like fair. that part of it. Um, Who you got? Here's the reason that I know you didn't pick mine because you had this guy last year. You had Swiss. Mm. I knew you didn't think that I would go with that, especially after you said that, but... Not only Swiss, the whole versus brand, the whole versus brand, what it's done for hip hop, like you said, starting in the pandemic. And I, I'm very specific here when I say brand and not saying just Swiss and Timberland. Right. I'm talking about like the people that made the audio right. I'm talking about the people that made the deal for it to be on Apple TV and making an event. I'm talking about like seeing that and, and just knowing that people showed up showed out no violence has been associated with it almost no negative press other than people being late for it yeah and to see that go from what it was of people sitting here like us in their rooms to going to it being sold out at stadiums and you having the r&b and the isley brothers with the old school that was built on the backs of people who started in hip-hop swiss and tim that, yep. That's fire to me. That's attributed to everything, like what we want to do with our brand and just what hip hop can do in corporate spaces if you let us have the freedom to be us. Don't try to stipulate it and say, hey, it should look this and throw this in there. Nah, Tim and Swiss know what it was that people wanted to see and needed and they stayed genuine to that until it was time to make it bigger and they grew it. And now we have one of the best brands built by hip hop in hip hop. I love the Versus brand and what it's did. 
And that doesn't mean I tune into every one of them right. or I'm, I'm all glued in. It just means that I even see from afar, if it's not one that interests me, how big it's impacting the culture. And I love it. So my person, people of the year, the whole versus brand and team. Yeah, it's um a lot of people try to put the nail in the coffin last yeah. year. And I never really understood people feeling a type of way of about him signing certain deals and partnerships. And I, I just, I think people jump to conclusions too quickly. They don't read, they don't really pay attention. They just, people, some people just want to be mad at something. And I get it. I understand people was on edge last year. I get it. Um, but uh, Swiss is, is creeping on my list of, I won't accept no slander. Um, I fucks with, I fuck with Swiss heavy. I, I started following him on IG a couple years ago and I've been fucking with him ever since. Who else is on that list right now? Tyler um, Perry. P Tyler Perry and Master P Tyler Perry. Yeah. I ain't stand. Don't no, no TP slander Drake. I'm not standing for that. No yay slander. What about, what about it's Isaiah? about a five or six person list. And I ain't Isaiah for Thomas no on that list. Who? Isaiah Thomas is on that list. Zeke. And nigga, all the Pistons. What are you talking about? Every Piston that's ever put on a Jersey is on that list. Get back to it. Get out of here. <laughs> but no, nah, I, I do like that. And I like what they've done with it. They've did the verses. They did the video game joint. They did the verses NFL, the sports. I'm Man, I'm here for that shit, dude. And then none of it's been watered down. It's all been hip hop. It's all been culture. And like, you can't, like, when I see that, this is why Tyler Perry, can, that's, why, this is why you can't slander him. Because I see jobs. I see mm -hmm. opportunities given, dude, when I see people like that. And most of the time when it comes to Swiss and Tim and Tyler Perry and everybody else I just named, they employ a lot of people that look like me and you that help come up with these ideas and they change a lot of family trees in doing so. So that's why for me, I look at people, same with P, I, I look at it the same way. That's why I, you know, you can't talk about them niggas next to me. I'm just making shit out of them. I know who you think that I was going to pick now. Who? Jada Kiss. No, I thought that would have been good too. I thought it was going to go Boosie though. With the scandal and oh, um, you know what I'm saying on, on the Kim Jong Un tip, definitely not tying me into that on video. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Chop that clip up and everything. You got Boosie's person of the year. Nope, <laughs> not gonna be able to. <laughs> not gonna be able to do it. I All want right. a career in this. That's oh, that's <laughs> funny as fuck. <laughs> Boosie confuses for why ain't nobody at my party, nigga. Right. Come on, bro. Come on. Relax, my nigga. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. Um, person of the year, dude. And I, I I'm shocked because I could easily go. I'm gonna be real. If somebody if you'd have said J. Cole, I'd have been like, I get it. If you just say any of your nominees, I'd have been like, I get it. Um, one person you didn't mention that I, I'm glad you didn't. I went Snoop Dogg, bro. Snoop Dogg has been everywhere since the ball dropped this year, dude. <laughs> Number one, he was he was already fresh off commentating the Nate Robinson fight late last year. He, he parlayed was. that into recapping the Olympics this year. He did. That peacock bag. He parlayed that into doing an NFL recap this past weekend. Oh, On top I of that. Did you, did you, yeah, he did the NFL thing this weekend. Oh, I'm hot. I need to see. What was it on? Like peacock or something? Awesome. Peacock. Yeah. I, I got to watch it. In a fail call. That's what I'm saying. So then, of course, he was named executive, creative, and strategic consultant at Def Jam. He ended up signing Benny the Butcher. That's a nice pickup. He And then he, the project that he released called Algorithm, I know it didn't make a lot of waves. It's more of a compilation. It was more just to showcase some of the talent at Def Jam. And there's some really nice motherfuckers on that album, dude. Like, I was actually pleasantly surprised. It's more of a vibe. It's not like hardcore hip-hop shit. It's more... Uh, you know the music like you would hear on like uh, Insecure, <laughs> like mm -hmm. that type of vibe type shit. It's it's a lot of that on there, but it's talented people. I'm listening with my girl. She like, damn, who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Let me Shazam her. Let me see. So they've got some talent brewing over there. So I like what he's doing. He threw his name in the hat to buy Death Row. You know what I'm saying? Like he's making. I, I think he's planting the seeds, talking about that this year, so that he could possibly make a move on that. Get that from Hasbro. So picture him buying Death Row, dude, Snoop Dogg, and he's got the paper to do so. Why? Because his cannabis company got $100 million in an investment at the top of the year this year. He's slick more relevant than he's ever been, bro. That right now, Snoop Dogg that's is, good. dude. That's a good resume for the year. 
I that, that's what I'm saying. And he he did the Rutgers. I don't know if you saw that. He did a show at Rutgers for the people who missed their convention last year because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. They did a free show uh, with Snoop Dogg. They paid him five hundred thousand for the show, dude. Snoop, the most famous rapper ever. Yeah, without most recognizable, he's most not. famous. Yeah. And he's doing. And he got announced he's doing the Super Bowl next year. Like, dude, that's like fuck that yeah, I ain't year. Doing Super Bowl next year. But that, that's nuts, though, dude. Yeah, that's, that's a hell a of a resume, dude. I'm that's sorry. That's a good ass year. And he was just on Rogan, the biggest podcast in the world. That's true. Four-hour interview. Four hours. That motherfucker fired, too. I don't believe it. That's, that's a long time, man. That's, well, you gotta that's break a half up. a shift. No, you got to break them up. Well, unless you work in an eight-hour shift, then that's going to help you. Yeah, that's um, true. One of the things that he said in that interview, to go to what you said, when because Rogan asked him, he was like, dude, how do you do all that? He was like, bro, I found out a long time ago, as long as I'm being myself, exactly, I'm cashing checks. Yep. He's like, a lot of times people try to do this other shit and see people that they think being successful try to be like them. Like, nah, I'm doing me. And he said, it's got me where I am. He's like, and him and Joe Rogan kind of bonds on that because Rogan do the same thing as far as just doing him. Yeah. Um, one thing that we did not get that we needed was that Snoop Animal Planet. I still need that review, like him breaking the Animal Planet shit down, even more than the Olympic and the Super Bowl or the football shit. I need him doing the animal shit. That's hilarious. He did do the Puppy Bowl this year. I seen that. Him and I need him doing the, with the lines and shit out there, though, like real deal, National Geographic shit, because he'd be funny as hell on that. Snoop um, might have a clone. It might not be might. just him, dude. He might, and he may be uh, taking the for real to where he lives forever. <laughs> how old is Snoop? Do we know how old Snoop is? Nigga <laughs> look the same way. Is he 49? Last... That sound about right. Because he's looked the same way for the last 25 years. That's true. If he signs or if he's able to get death row, Whew. first signing, if you Snoop, who you go after? YG. That ain't going to happen. No, it ain't, but that's who you go after, though. You go after really? YG and Muster. Because he, he said that, too. He said, if I would have had Death Row 10 years ago, when this shit's been... It's been up for sale back and forth. Yeah. He said, if I would have bought it 10 years ago, I would have had Ty Dolla Sign. I would have had Mustard. I would have had YG. All them niggas look up. They all fuck with him, obviously. He would have had influence to sign all them niggas. It's like, it's like people going to Rock Nation. People going to Rock Nation for one reason, dude. <laughs> and one reason yeah, only. And that's because Jay is at the end of that boardroom table when you walk in, dude. It would have been the same thing for Death Row and Snoop, bro. He would have had a hell of a roster. If he can learn what he need to learn from, from Def Jam and transition that into owning Death Row, then I can see what you're talking about. If he get Def Jam and Death Row hot, <laughs> what if he get both of them hot, dude? Yeah, I, I, if I was him, I'm just here to learn. I'm an intern, basically. Y'all niggas That's a good point. Everything y'all know. And then I'm going to buy Death Row and do that over here and hire some of the same people that taught me this shit. Hey, this we have to put some do. more respect on his name, bro. Like, if, yeah, if he yeah, pull yeah, off facts. something like that. Facts. I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Guys, y'all let us know who are your people or person of the year. Again, it could be, it doesn't have to be an actual person. It could be a theme, like you said, versus. It could be a brand. It could be whatever it is, hip-hop related. What is your person, place, or thing of the year? Let us know in the comments, guys. YouTube.com slash OnDeckTV. Um, we got some wins and some losses. Let me we see. Absolutely we absolutely do have some wins and some losses. I'm a, we got a W. It's holiday time, man. So we had a W to Kevin w Gates. Fest. Yeah, that's true. And it's a W Fest for uh, 42 Doug and Kevin Gates. For fresh new giveaway ideas, Kevin Gates says he is not giving away no damn frozen turkeys to the homeless because he has no idea how they're going to heat them up and cook them. So he gave prepared <laughs> meals to the homeless. Shout out to him. 42 Doug did something a little different for incarcerated, for families that have incarcerated parents. He gave meals out, but then he also took the kids on shopping sprees too. So um, shout out to 4-2 Doug for that. I mean, Kevin Gates be thinking he's so smart. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't nothing. Look, bro, nobody says that we're feeding the homeless, though. People say we're feeding the hungry, right. underprivileged families. Of course, right. we're not giving turkeys to niggas that can't cook them. Like, come yeah, on, bro. He's taking that a little too literally, bro. Like, well, shout out to the fruit basket, though. Shout out to the fruit basket that he gave the people to. For sure. I, but I'm just saying, sometimes he be he overthinking it, Gates. Yeah, he over- trying to be, trying to sound a little too smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You overthinking that one, buddy. 
Um, but salute though. W to Jack Harlow on the last stop of his Creme de la Creme tour in Birmingham, Alabama. One of his fan, early fans from his very first show in Birmingham, Alabama, was in the crowd. That's fucking nuts. He pointed and him he out. And he noticed too. him. And he yeah. shouted, shouted him out, said, I love you, man. That's crazy. That's, that's, that's dope. Crazy. That's dope for Jack Harlow to remember that and, and see that. But that happens, though. Artists, when I know when we've been around a couple of times uh, with guys touring, I've heard them say, man, do be at every show. Like, I've heard that's artists true. say that and then point people out in the crowd and stuff like that. So that's true. It's weird to notice that. I think. Well, it ain't so weird because if you look at the picture Jack Harlow posted of the show back in 2018, it was about seven people right there. <laughs> ah, okay. So that's all. That sounds about right for a Jack Harlow show in 2017. You remember we seen him at the Atlanta premiere? Uh uh-uh. uh. You don't remember we seen him at the? I got pictures in, in the phone. We seen him at the Atlanta premiere. He was on the red carpet. Oh, shit. Super like. Oh, the season two joint. Yeah, at the uh, at the driving. Yeah, yeah, damn! Yeah, I didn't know he was, was right there. Yeah, he's probably looked uh, all geeked up and shit still. Don't like curly hair and glasses. Don't look like Adonis right there. Yeah. Definitely don't look like Adonis right there. <laughs> um, speaking of Adonis, W to the fake Drake, the fake <laughs> Drake lookalike gets paid five thousand for appearances right now, dude, because he looks like Drake. He got the hard haircut and everything. That's he nice. hustling, man. Shout out to Bezo. I ain't mad at that, man. That's, that's nuts, though. But you know what he could kill it doing? What's that? The reenactment of the view shoot. Just, like, go sit on top of people's business <laughs> and get the distant shot. <laughs> like, if he redid that, I bite. That's the only the nigga, man, nigga, an interview by people in air tape, man. Because he Drake. looks like Drake. That that's crazy. If that Drake is that famous, because you look like if you famous. That's, like what? Drake even got word of it. He said, "Get your money, man." He wasn't even mad at it. He was like, "Fuck it." Well, you can't be mad at that. You yeah, got a pit ass nigga to be mad at that. Man, bonus L though. We got to squeeze one L in here to YK Osiris, dude. Little baby was on live. Pressing him, not pressing him, jokingly, or maybe not, for his for the 5000 that he owes him. He was serious as fuck, too. He was. <laughs> Did you see the tip? Tough. He was definitely serious. I think he was mad. Who He wasn't filming. And I think it was YK uh, Osiris. But I, I feel like that he didn't want that camera to be there because he didn't want to appear petty for them $5,000. But he was saying some real shit to him, though. Yeah, I'm not sure if you ain't got it, my nigga. Just keep it a stack, bro. (laughs) Or if you, why do I gotta call you, my nigga? Nobody has to call me when I own. Like what? You can tell why K.O. Cyrus by the way he get jailed by niggas. I'm I'm not sure if he got some people that's got some cloud in the game. Like I'm I'm I'm, I don't understand his place. Like he always be around niggas though. He does, and he always seems to be the butt of the joke. Yeah, that's weird to me. But hey, man, shout out to him Uh, and his career. Hey, man, on Decker of the Week, we're going again to YouTube. You don't see this very often, but somebody commented on episode 299. Mm, they went we back are at, what are we on, 430? What are we at, 425? Mm. Somebody oh. went back and watched episode 299. It's the five mic episode. And they commented, and they left a long comment. I'm going to paraphrase the shit out of this. But basically, they said um, Jay-Z's Black album is a four mic album, not five. Um, they said uh, volume two is way better. That's the five micer that Jay-Z has. Um, they also said they agree Steelmatic is five. Tupac's only perfect album is Machiavelli. He said All Eyes on Me was only four and a half. Um, Equimini is five. Slim Shady LP is five. And he went on to name a couple of other ones. Mob Deep, Murder Music is five. That's impossible. And that's when I stopped reading. That's when I stopped listening. <laughs> he also said good kid mass if we want to take it to the west coast good kid mass city doggy style yg's debut and the east siders five mics the east siders with snoop yeah the f- no i don't believe that like that i remember that album being good five mice i don't know about that, that no, i do stretch. remember i remember it being surprisingly good though yeah i remember that but i don't remember it being five mice Appreciate you for going to leave it. What's the name? Make sure JK number five. JK number five. We appreciate you tapping into that, man. Even though you're wrong. <laughs> we appreciate you tapping in. Absolutely, man. Do. Make sure y'all comment on YouTube. And again, I mentioned earlier, 
November. This is the first Hip Hop History Month. We've been giving like little quick history tidbits from our history in hip hop. And we talked about Atlanta and one day being a nobody and another day being somebody. And I remember when we first moved down here <clears throat> and we went shopping in the underground. And mm-hmm. I'll never forget this. Shout out to my guy Plaza. And we was in there and the guy working oh. the counter at the hat store. I forgot the name of the store. I remember him do like it was yeah, yesterday because he had on a Concord 11s that I missed out on. I was tight about it. This is probably like 2011, 2012 when they re-released. He had them on. They were fresh as hell. I was tight about it. And he had a big ass Afro. And we was asking him, looking for certain snapbacks. And about two years later, the same dude, <laughs> mixtape came across my wavelength and he had golds. And he had a song called Gold, All of My, All Everything Gold, or the fuck it was called, dude. All Gold Everything. All Gold Everything, dude. It was Trinidad James. It was the same nigga that was working in the hat store with the Concord 11s on. I never forget that shit. But that's how it is in Atlanta. People see that shit every day. That's why they work and hustle so hard in the music music game. Because not only is the infrastructure here, but they see examples of people winning. Niggas they went to school with. Niggas they used to work with. They see it all the time. That's why people go hard like they do. So that, that story always jumps out to me, man. That shit was hilarious. I was like, oh, shit, that's dude from the damn store. Yeah, that is a good point, too. One of the most refreshing things about Atlanta, like you said, you they see people that they went to school with do it. Like, it ain't shit ain't impossible. Like, you exactly. go to a lot of places and motherfuckers act like shit is impossible. Yep. Like, very basic shit, too. And well, I won't say very basic, but just shit that they don't normally think of, they'll think it's impossible. Not when you move here, bro. It's Wakanda, bro. Anything is possible, bro. Like on some real shit. Facts. Uh, What you got to put me on? My put on for the week, man. Um, Listen to some new music this week. Going to keep it to the local. I know I I put on uh, the the Cali Man on the Low last week. I'm going to go with Trapper Man, Dale. Uh, Dale Chapo 2 was just released. Another Nashville artist. Shout out to Grind Hard and Lido and Red Dot. Dale just dropped the album. Um, I like it. I listened yeah, I to too. the whole thing in Dallas when, when I was riding around, headed to the Cowboys game, man. I'm fucking with that deal. So I like that. Y'all go check out that stream it wherever you stream or buy your music, that Dale Chapo too. Absolutely. I like it too. It, to me, it does. It sounds like the current music climate though. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it sounds like- got a nice flow, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like it sounds it sounds very current. I don't know. That's the only, that's the best way I can put it. But nice. I liked it too, though. And um, I'm always here for a new uh, Don Trip verse too, and Lido. Oh too. God, Trip yeah. murdered it too. Dude. He killed that. Um, man, I put on the one thing I got to watch this weekend. I've got I'm I'm backlogged up like ten shows, dude. Like it's ridiculous how far back I am. But I did been session on a weekly basis. Is yeah. Nuts. I ain't on that succession yet this year. I'm definitely looking forward to getting to it, though. I'm going to get to it, I promise. But I did get to Netflix, Kevin Hart, True Story, Wesley Snipes. I got through that, and I liked it. It was pre- it was pretty good. I saw the twist a mile away, but I'm a vet, so that's – listen, don't go by my standards. I, I do this TV shit. Don't listen to me. But I saw it a mile away, but it was still entertaining and had enough twists and turns to keep me glued – so um, if you haven't seen Kevin Hart in a serious role yet, it may take you a second to kind of warm up to this, probably about 30 minutes. And then you'll be like, oh, okay, cool. Cause he did his thing, but I saw him in upside and I saw him in the, the father's day joint. So I, I'm kind of used Brian to Brian Cranston. That's yeah. Upside, yeah. Yeah. Right? I thought, which I thought was pretty good. That was good. Brian Cranston going to body anything he in. You know what he going to do. Yeah. Um, but this was good though, man. If you're looking for a quick thriller, 30 minute episodes, it's an easy binge. It's pretty dope. Uh, him and Wesley Snipes, right? Yeah. It's pretty good. I'll check that out. It's I'll definitely worth watching. Um, my T, I got a TV put on though. It's that dope sick. Oh my man, no, don't, don't take that from dude on Twitter that threw the threw us the oop. You finna steal the credit. Why well, I, I know somebody told me to watch it. I was gonna say somebody recommended it. I can't remember who. Uh man, I gotta see sh- my guy's name on Twitter. That shit like um to compare it to me, how it hit, it's like narcos for farm <laughs> pharmaceutical drugs. Mm. If you're familiar with the narcos and how many different perspectives that they showed on Netflix where they had the narco cops and the traffickers, this is sort of the same shit when they talking about how this, like how the whole shit play out with the people that's using the drugs, the salesmen, the big ass company, the pharmacist, the doctor, this shit really good. Michael Keaton is bodying it. That's what he do. Um, 
That's a great, this is great, great show. I got to finish. I'm on episode five. I got three more. Shout out to my guy, CE underscore ES805. He the yeah, one he that mentioned always, it. Absolutely. Absolutely. He give the uh, dope TV shout outs before too. So yeah, he definitely put us on when we were giving the put-ons from the week before. So I yes, watched sir. it. That shit is good. I'm five episodes in. Can't wait to finish these last three. Uh, one day I'm gonna catch up on my shit, man. I, shit, I'm digging the holes deep. Start too. with that succession, my nigga. No, I'm definitely gonna get to there. there. Yeah, you ain't worry about that. I'm, I'm gonna get to that. Um, guys, we appreciate you tapping in again. YouTube.com slash on deck TV. Also, make sure you tap into the uh, Patreon before you check out the verses this week. Shout out to me and my guy, Big Jeff. Uh, we did a tale of the mixtape. Not tail of the tape, but tail of the mixtape with the preview for three six and uh, bone. You got a prediction? You got a which was you got a score? Three six and bone. Yeah, bone. Winning? Bone. Yeah. What's the score out of twenty? Mm. That's that's rough. I ain't got that. I got bone winning twelve eight. I don't know how that happens. Eight, thirteen, seven, somewhere in there. You don't know how that happens. They they got the bigger, they have the bigger records, but three six has the deeper catalog though, and they produce too. I don't agree with that. Like, nah, you ain't gonna be cheating and playing just DJ Paul produce songs though, and Juicy J. Like, you ain't gonna do that. Throw them in. Going just three six. If you going world domination and all of that shit, like, nah, they can't hang the phone. Man, it's, that whole East 1999 was, yeah, they probably could play. They that could the play that whole thing and, and, and get at least three, four, five off of that. Here's here's one thing we talked about before we get out of here. What do, what song does Bone play last? What song does 3-6 play last? I tell the club up for 3-6. Either I'm starting the ending with that. Mm, I said I say who run it. I might start with who run it and end it with tell the club up. Okay, I ain't mad at that. Uh, bone has got to be, it's got to be crossroads. I was gonna say bone. I'm sending niggas to heaven on the end with Talk, crossroads you got and walking you on up out of the like the, you can't. That's an automatic W right there. It ain't and got I'm no starting, crossroads. Man. And I'm starting with uh for the love of money. It's in LA, so that that he got that the easy verse go too. I'm, I'm, that that easy, bro. I'm starting with the easy. We starting it right there. Stop. Like, come on, bro. In LA, give me my point. Let's get it. <laughs> hey, man, that's a fact. Make sure y'all go to Patreon. Click the link in the bio, man, and check out that preview. Uh, until the next time, man, we'll see you guys. You got anything else before we get out of here? No, man. Happy holidays to everybody out there. Uh, tap in with us for the rest of the holidays. We're going to be giving our favorite stuff for best of the year. Mm-hmm. These are our favorite episodes, man. We appreciate you guys tapping in all year with us. We out. We out.